I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. We're continuing our conversation regarding the other side village. It does take a village. The village is not the government. The village is us. The other side village is a tiny home community plan for Salt Lake City. It's awaiting final approval uh, from the city council, uh, county council. And uh, there are so many. We just listened to uh, to Derek Miller uh, from the Salt Lake Chamber and uh, also listened to the, uh, those from the uh, Glendale Community Council and they're all behind this in a significant way. They've caught the vision of what this could do for those who face chronic homelessness. And uh, they're not alone. Uh, there are others who are jumping on board as well. Many grassroots, uh, those who often, uh, those organizations that often help provide services uh, to those that are on our streets, they've jumped on board as well. And so we're going to continue the conversation. Uh, really pleased to have joining us now Ty Bellamy, who's the founder of Black Lives for Humanity, uh, that provides so many services and uh, outreach uh, to those on the streets and experiencing. Uh, homelessness in one form or another. Tim Stay is the CEO of the Other Side Academy uh, and also obviously very involved in the strategy behind the Other Side Village. Uh, gentlemen, thanks to both of you for joining us today. And, and Ty, let me start with you. Uh, what is it about this concept of the Other Side Village uh, that has uh, you excited about what the possibilities could be? Um, that's a good question. So just um, seeing the the pain that people are in, seeing the desire for them to get their lives back on track and knowing that they are going to have the help to finally do that. They are going to be embraced by a very therapeutic environment that's going to help them to uh, reorganize themselves, um, to, to show them how to reprioritize and to integrate back into society as we all know it. Uh, this is a very intimidating step for them. This is something they desperately want. But if you've ever been around unsheltered people that have just been put into an apartment complex once um, they get housing and they don't have these services, you see the struggle. These guys are not going to struggle as much because they are going to have that constant support. And this is very important. Um, I'm excited to see them heal they deserve this. They need this. And, you know, it's great because in a time where we're in right now in this country, just to have people to be accepted and not tolerated is a beautiful thing. I think they're going into the right um, environment in the area that they're going to be in. This is just going to be an added subdivision to the community that's already there. And I think that if we continue to embrace them, they are going to just really, they're going to, they're going to shock a lot of people because they're ready uh, um, and so I'm just I'm really proud to be a part of this. Uh, Ty, I, I love your perspective on that, because I think for too long we have treated uh, these individuals as if they were liabilities to be managed, not uh, people with immense, infinite potential uh, to be strengthened and, and developed. And I, I love the, the focus on the humanity component and how this does really instill that pride, that confidence uh, and that hope for uh, for a future uh, that's so important. Tim, let me shift over to you. Uh, you've obviously seen this kind of model uh, in uh, the Other Side Academy in terms of transforming lives. What is it that the public should know about the Other Side Village uh, 
and why this is so important to get this approved and uh, to get this moving forward. Well, nice to talk with you, Boyd, and thank you, Ty, for your continued support. Ty's been on the ground for years and years, and to have such a knowledgeable advocate uh, be part of this is really meaningful to us. And that's what we're finding across the across the state. Just we're getting people who hear about it, say, "I want to be involved." We're getting, you know, construction companies. We're getting architects. We're getting builders. We're getting uh, just uh, people at who are at the university, just across the board, people have a desire to do something different. And that's what I think we can bring to the table is a a different approach to the traditional approach. Housing certainly makes a difference for some people. Housing with services is even more impactful. What's been missing is being able to bring a, a community that brings that healing that Ty was talking about that brings uh, support and accountability, and that can do so in a, a sober environment where people can get clean from the addictions. And the other thing that we can bring that's different is an opportunity to work. And we'll have on-site employment opportunities. That's one of the things that the Other Side Academy has done so well is with our social enterprises, with the Other Side Movers. The other side, Thrift Boutique, we'll have on-site social enterprises that the neighbors can go, get a, get a good wage, be able to work there, be able to augment their income, and be able to live in a prosperous, safe, clean, and and healing environment. Yeah, absolutely love that. So currently we are just uh, waiting. The last piece of that puzzle, or the next piece of the puzzle, I should say, is for the Salt Lake City Council uh, and final approval there. Uh, Tim, let me ask you quickly, um, what do we expect there? Do we have any time frame on that? There's a possibility it could be as, as soon as next week if it um, they've got a full agenda, so it might get pushed for another two weeks. But we expect within the next three weeks the city council um, hopefully we'll be able to look at this and we've already passed the planning commission. They gave us uh, their full endorsement, the city council um, in our talking with the different um, city council members. We felt strong support from, from many of them. Um, and, you know, and the mayor's really let out with a really bold and, and supportive vision for making this happen and trying to alleviate some of that suffering that's happening on the street. Uh, fantastic. And finally, Ty, let me go back to you quickly, uh, just in our last 60 seconds here. Uh, you've been on the ground, uh, again, your organization, Black Lives for Humanity, uh, that human component to it. Uh, what's, what's one thing that maybe we're not thinking about when it comes to those that uh, have been chronically unhoused? We're not. The the problem out there is that people are hearing a narrative about them and they're sticking to that narrative. Nobody's going out and doing their own research. We've got to stop hearing somebody say that they choose to outdoor camp and saying, okay, well, they want to live like this. And so we're going to leave them out there to live like this. That's the furthest from the truth. We need to go out there. We need to, again, I always say I'm tired of humanizing humans to humans. People need, I know that we're in the middle of a pandemic, put on a mask, contact me. I will take you out and I will start to introduce you because we are all connected in one way or another. 
Let me start introducing you to your brothers and sisters. Let me start taking you out there so that you can hear them from their own mouth tell you how they ended up out here, how they want to go to school, how they want to get their lives together, how they want to stop struggling with with addiction. Hear it from them. Don't Mm -hmm. take somebody else's word. Don't let someone else define them for you. Uh, Absolutely. Love that. Ty, thank you so much. Uh, We have to change the narrative. This is a crucial conversation. We have to do it different, and that's going to require all of us to be fully engaged. Ty Bellamy is the founder of Black Lives for Humanity. Tim Stay, of course, is the CEO of the Other Side Academy. We can do this. We can get this kind of project going, and we can make a difference and transform not just individual lives. We can transform families and communities and ultimately the state. Yes. Absolutely. Thanks to both of you for joining us today. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Boyd. Thank All right. You, Such a vital thing. The Other Side Village, we hope the uh, Salt Lake City Council will get that final approval rolling here swiftly. So much to do. We have no time to lose. We've got to keep moving this thing forward. We're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.